take one. Take one. <laughs> Hi, everyone. We are back for episode two of Do You Follow, starring Jay Dolphine and at Rachel Jo Silver. Oh, I forgot my at sign. Oh, I think you should say at. <laughs> at Jay Dolphine. <laughs> Okay, so we're back for another episode. We made it. I'm so excited for this. And before we get into our usual games that you were familiar with last time, if you listened, uh, we wanted to talk about what's going on in the world of social media in general. What's the social media news? What's gas? The hot, what's the hot gas? What's the hot gas? What are the topics of interest? Yeah. Um, Rachel, what do you have? So I have two things I want to talk about. I think one is, like, the top news being discussed on social media. Yes. And the second is, like, news being discussed on social media about social media, which are, like, different a little, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so the Kardashian pregnancies, I would say, is the thing I saw discussed the most on my social media public and dark social. There was a lot of dark social conversations about Kardashian pregnancies. We have a Slack channel. That's uh, how I found out about this news, all through dark social. All through dark social. Do you, then, guys, do you guys know what dark social is? Should we tell them? Yeah, talk about dark social. Dark social is basically offline social media. It's you texting your friends, you in private Facebook groups. So it's anything that is not publicly shared. Um... We have a lot of text message chains. Among Facebook our messaging, yeah. Instagram DMs. So like one to Reddit, one. even I would argue sometimes is dark social because you yeah. can't always um, yep. access certain threads or certain conversations. Yeah, Snapchat messaging. Anything mm-hmm. that's like a one to one communication mm-hmm. where it's only between you and one or a couple other people versus like posting and sharing something out into the world mm-hmm. for everyone mm-hmm. to see on your account. Mm-hmm. Um, we are avid users of dark social. Dark we're, and light. Dark, <laughs> dark magic. Light. I would say we're white hat social media users. Yep. But we dabble in the dark. The dark arts. The dark arts. Yeah. The dark corners. So Kardashian Preggies is something that I learned about through dark social. There were a couple different people, a couple different cha- text chains. Um. Okay, do you want to hear my theory on this? Yeah. It's totally reeks of a Chris Jenner. I saw the best meme today that was like Chris Jenner watches Game of Thrones season finale and was like, hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Okay. Kylie's pregnant. She's the first one of this news that is kind of like, whoa, she's 20 years old. Yeah. Chloe is the next one. Right. That came out of left field. Right. Like, and don't forget, Kim's theater. pregnant. And or, exactly. I mean, Kim's not pregnant. Someone Kim is, is having pregnant. a baby. But I just want to, I want to shut something down right now. What? I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. But I do not think that either of them are Kim's um, surrogate. Oh, Juliet! Everybody's talking. Okay, all these people think that. First, everyone's like, yeah, Kylie's pregnant because she's Kim's surrogate, because Kim never announced who her surrogate was. Yeah. And then people are like, it's Chloe. But, like, I think Kim is self aware enough to know that, like, even because people are like, she's so close with her sisters, they love each other. Like, I do think Kylie would do that for mm-hmm. Kim for sure. I think Chloe would do it for Kim. I think mm-hmm. they have a good relationship. But I think Kim's self aware enough to know, like, 
having your hot little sister like carry your baby could create like weird vibes with like your husband or they could have like a weird attachment to the baby like for no like not intentional like it just could happen like we all saw phoebe and friends got really attached to her brother's triplets so i just really don't think i think kim is and and chris i mean is too smart to like let that happen in the family so i just don't think that yeah I don't think that either. Okay, good. Yeah. So we can just, so that was like the big topic yeah. of discussion. We don't have like really any good intel. Yeah, unfortunately. It's just like. Sources say. <laughs> right. So we'll keep you posted if we like yeah. learn something. But this was all over. This was the social media. The dark social. And. And light social. And light social. Yeah. What's the other. So my I other should... one, which I think is like, um, like, just, like, social media manager nerdery, Mm -hmm. but is, like, been the big topic among people in the know is, and this isn't actually that new. It's been going on for weeks or, like, maybe months at this point, Um, but it's still, like, the news, which is that Facebook, in an effort to combat fake news, Mm -hmm. made a product update by which if you post a link to Facebook, you can no longer edit that posts headline on Facebook. The headline of the Facebook post has to match the headline of the article. So we used to do this all the time. Uh, at like at Birchbox, maybe there's an article called like Smoky Eye Tutorial because mm-hmm. that's like a good title. It's good for search. But when you post on Facebook, you're like, you've got to see Juliet's new trick for yeah. smoky eyes. You think about something that is more what like would you a click? caption. Yeah, like a call to action. So anyway... I, I'm here for the fight against fake news, but... But why'd they go this route? This seems like... Like, I get it, but what's happened inadvertently is that the only people who can update their headlines are people who are using really expensive tools, which is kind of like a segue to our next conversation, but... Um, so, so tools let you update that? So if you're using, like, a social flow or something uh, like that, I think you can get around it. So the average Jane... The average posting social content, media Joe, right? They can't do that, right? Which is frustrating because it could lead to less clicks because you don't have the best, yeah, and headline. like a worse dis- um, experience for the mm-hmm. user. So this is like the in the world of social media news, this is like the meta mm-hmm. news on social media about social media. So we'll yeah. keep you posted, yeah. but. Maybe some of you have been experiencing this and you didn't even know why. I have a question and potential solution. Yeah, hit me. Could you, the content that you're creating on your website, could you make that headline, the headline that you would have posted on Facebook, and then change it after the fact? I'm nodding, which you guys can't see. So, like, yeah, that's what we've been doing. But will that affect SEO at all? Um... It could, potentially. You could change it. You could change it back. It depends how your WordPress is set up. Will the links mm-hmm. stick? It's also just, like, a pain in the neck. Yeah. And for your social media if you posters. Don't, if you don't recall from last week, we introduced ourselves in what we do, but Rachel is the founder of Love Stories TV, which is a media company all about wedding videos. So real people upload their wedding videos, couples and um, cinematographers, videographers. Um, so this is a huge problem, potential problem in your world. Yeah, totally, mm-hmm. totally. We're we've got all the hacks, so we're yeah. working around it. But um, mm-hmm. all everybody's talking about it. Yeah. What do you guys mostly post on Facebook? So we, Jimmy? 
so um, this is a great segue into our upcoming segment on tools. But yeah. We um, use a couple of, we use a tool that will automatically upload our Instagrams to mm-hmm. Facebook as actual native mm-hmm. images. So that doesn't have any headlines. That's not an issue. Right. And then we're doing Facebook Lives as post. Mm-hmm. We don't really link out. You don't to, have a lot of link posts. We don't yeah. have a lot of link posts. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. Um, so it's ma- mostly a, pic- a mix of photo and video. Yeah. So you're in the... You're mm-hmm. kosher. Mm-hmm. So that's the news. All right. All right. So shall we dive in? Yeah, let's to... dive into our first segment. Yeah. So our first segment is Phone a Friend. Last week we I had... wish I remembered the music. Wait, I want to... <laughs> Hold, please. <laughs> you recognize that music. Then you remember that. Then you know. If you know, then you know. Yeah. (laughs) So in our episode one, we talked about a social media campaign question someone had sent us. Our friends are always dark socialing us. Questions like, I have to do this launch, or I think I should do a sweepstakes for this, et cetera, et cetera. And so we had like a bunch of topics we wanted to discuss in the first couple episodes, including Mm -hmm. the one we're going to talk about today. But the big call to action is send us your cues. Send us your questions. Send us your conundrums. Your conundrums. And we want to hear all your questions, but we're thinking less like how do I get a career in social media Mm -hmm. and more like I need to do this launch. I need to do this campaign. I'm having this disagreement with someone like on my team if I had Rachel and Juliet's brain to help me solve this, like, mm-hmm. how do you solve it? And we will anonymize your brand, your company, mm-hmm. your name. But we think it's fun to sort of, like, go deep into a bigger question than, like, answer a bunch of little questions. Yeah, we want your actual problems so we can solve them. Like, what are you doing in your job? Mm-hmm. And email us, do you follow podcast at gmail.com. Oh, isn't it cool that we have, we have our own Gmail. We have a logo. <laughs> Or like a, a title icon. card. Yeah. What is it called in the podcast world? I don't know. know. T- yeah, title card. But thumbnail. Thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah. We have some creative assets that are really yeah. rad. Which we also oh, so many good segues into our tools combo because we made them all on Canva. Yes. Our number one. Fave, I have like two fave tools right now. Yeah. Okay, I have so, fave tool twins right now. So the phone a friend question that Rachel and I get. From so many different people. All the people have this question. All the people have the question. And that is, what social media tools should I use? What, How should I be tracking? What should I be using? Um, free tools, paid tools. What's kind of the best in the biz? Yeah, like what do I need? And this is... Um, what do they do? Rachel and I, when we worked at Birchbox together, we always said all the time, I wish there was one tool that would do everything that we needed. Because we had... We tried several different tools. We went day, from having like 18 different tools yeah. to barely having any or just a few select ones. So we really have run the gamut and have tested and tried all of the ones. And, and we have some really good ideas on what um, actually works and what will be the most helpful for you. Uh, no matter what you're doing, whether you're running social at a huge you know, legacy brand or you're running your own company right. in your startup. So I feel like let's just start talking about tools we love. Yeah. Because that's fun. So 
Okay, I feel like the newest one to like hit the scene really hard that I've been like promoing in a big way is Canva. So this isn't like, I would say this is a social media tool because you have to create content totally. for social. I've been using Canva to do like um, house ads on lovestoriesview.com, to create Instagram posts. We did it to create. Um, I didn't know your banner ads on um, love stories that I've seen on some of the video pages are by Canva. Um, yeah, Canva. I made them myself. So if you're on lovestoriesview.com, it says like, we want to feature your love story. Like I'm actually running. It's like a house ad for us and I'm actually running through double Google double click but like I uploaded my uh -huh. own things I made in Canva. Cool. It is thanks and thanks a lot. Canva's like Photoshop for the new millennium. Yeah. Is it's, it still can we say when did the new millennium <laughs> <laughs> Is it Y2K? <laughs> it's just like you know how Photoshop is like so hard to use and you hate it and you yeah. don't know how to use it even though you've been using it since like middle school mm -hmm. it takes forever to uh, load. it's the pit canva is like if you snapped your fingers and had like the most magical beautiful yes. easiest to use it's so user-friendly you can... i think it's free is it free I think it's it free is. but i think you pay i feel like i pay a little bit to be able to um oh sometimes like i made an invite for an editor event we're doing and some of the flowers that I used were watermarked. I had to pay mm -hmm. a couple dollars to, like, get the flowers, like, mm -hmm. the graphic flowers. Got they it. have templates for literally – okay, wait, Juliet, tell me um, – don't look at my screen. Okay. Tell me a graphic you want to use. I'll type anything into the template finder, and it will be there. Okay, um, watermelon. Watermelon. Okay, here is a watermelon – invitation wow two watermelon desktop templates a watermelon summer body meal plan whoa instagrams um facebook posts this is so great anything you could ever a menu i mean we made our media kit on this wow this is super helpful and i like that unlike photoshop where you have to know the ins and outs and start from scratch basically this allows you to do both. You can start from scratch if you know your dimensions, what you need to be doing. You have the image already. But if you need a little help and want some inspiration, they have Fonts. templates, which are so amazing. I know. What else have I made in Canva? Um, oh, we're doing a really good giveaway that I can't tell you about yet. <gasps> Emails. We did a Facebook. Love Story CV and The Knot did a Facebook Live. And we made our MailChimp email in canva i got oh, a lot awesome. of positive feedback about that design yeah it's really great if you need some quick graphics you want to you know you have an image you want to throw something up on it that's like a quick call to action um and you can upload your own fonts too which yeah is really oh totally great. so if you're doing social mead for yourself or others pins oh my god oh this pins, is great for pinterest all the pinterest pins um I do this hack. This is like a big secret I'm giving away. This is a big secret. Rachel introduced me to Canva. I had no idea what it was. What I was going to say is, yes, and we, um, sometimes when I'm putting videos on Pinterest, I pull a play button on the 
on the oh, yeah. photo. Uh-huh. So you know a video's behind there. I do that in Canva. Probably helps with clicks too. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, exactly. The other thing that I love about Canva is that it's very easy if you're working with multiple people collab. on a project. Yep. You can collab with them. Mm-hmm. You can share it with them. They can mm-hmm. put in their additions and edits, and mm-hmm. um, it's really good if you have, you know, a couple of people working Amazing. on the same project. And I think we should probably fact check this, but I think that, like, the other day when I was like, oh, I paid $3 for those flowers, mm-hmm. I think that I paid that to, like, a person who designed them. Like, I think designers are getting... Oh, that's cool. I'm, like, pretty sure, like, for example, if I want to download this, see <gasps> Pink Tree and Blossom Watercolor by Anneli Blooms. I think Anneli Blooms that. is so a, a creator. Community. It's a community. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's great. So you're giving money to the people who actually mm-hmm. need it, which is cool. This is not sponsored by Canva. Yeah, this Though, is not SponCon. None of this. Canva, call us, but... um. <laughs> Okay, so that was the first tool. If you ever texted me or Juliet and asked, what social media tools do I need? You need Canva. Yep. Um, the second one that we love, like, special place in our heart, Dash Hudson. We love Dash We are Hudson. doing, like, the heart signs with our hands right now. Dash Hudson, we are so here for you. We were yes. using such bonk tools. Bonk? How did we discover Dash Bonk's Hudson? not a bad word, is it? Bonk, no. We were using whack tools before Dash Hudson came into our world. We really were. How did we discover them? What was the woman's name? Mariana. Remember? Mariana. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. She's and Thomas. There. Thomas is the CEO who's incredible. I was uh, on a panel with him. Oh, you were? Last year, I think. Yeah. Last year for Decoded Fashion, um, we were talking about social media marketing cool. and I cannot say enough good things about Dash Hudson. Let's say all the things we like about Dash Okay. So Dash Hudson is a social media tool for tracking, measuring, analyzing, understanding your Instagram. Yes. Okay. And the Instagram ecosystem that you live in. Yep. So the people who are talking about About you you following you. Okay. So the number one thing I love is when you log in, the first thing it shows you are top new follower, top recent new followers. Um, Right. So I'm logged in as Love Stories TV right now. I can switch between myself and Love Stories here really easily. So mm-hmm. I see that Super Goop, shout out Super Goop, love you guys. We sort of them for yes. started following um, Love Stories TV this week, and they have 30,000 followers, so that's awesome. And then, like, I can go over to Rachel and um, see who, like, my biggest new followers are this week. So Love Story Films is the one we work with at Love Stories TV. They started following me. Okay, so... I love that. It also, like, really quickly just shows you your top posts on Instagram, which is, like, really helpful. It just displays all the information in a really nice way. Yeah, it's very easy to navigate and use, and everything Mm -hmm. is really visual without Mm -hmm. sacrificing the most important numbers that you need to see. They know who their user is. Okay, remember when we used to use – okay, I'm sorry to throw a little shade. We used to use Radiant 6, and I was like, who did y'all think you made this tool for? Like – you made this tool for marketing professionals. Uh-huh. Most of the people using the tools are 22 totally. to 25. Yeah. It, it was just like, you're making a tool for social media marketers that looks and feels nothing like the platforms that we all it use. It was like a dinosaur tool. Oh, it was the pit. So Dash Hudson, like, it looks like how a tool should look that's for Instagram. And and the other thing on the dashboard that they show you right away, which I think is really key, is top UGC. So of all the people who posted about you, which of those posts did the best? Mm -hmm. Um, 
or which of those posts um, had the highest got the most engagement? engagement. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, oh, bridal guide, nice. Yeah, so we're still in the Love Story CV account. So it says top UGC this week, and I can see it's the first post is bridal guide magazine regrammed a Love Story CV video, and it just they bring it to your attention in a really simple, easy way. You don't have to go digging mm-hmm. for like the most the obvious things that you want. So mm-hmm. we love that. Um, the best thing I think about Dash Hudson, my favorite part about Dash Hudson, and this is so key because people, you can't really separate like managing the social media channels for a brand and influencer marketing. Like yeah. it's the same. Exactly. If the person doing influencer marketing for your business is not the person doing social media, like you're doing it wrong. Yeah. Like we always say this. Uh, you're as big as the people who are talking about you on social media. 100%. If you don't have the right people and are constantly growing the number of people who are talking about your brand, you're not going to grow on social. And you need, what happens is like sometimes you have the wrong team in a company trying to work with influencers and trying to like encourage them to create certain kinds of content. It's like you need the content creators from your business working with them yeah. because they understand each other. So what Dash Hudson does so easily is it, it'll it show you, like, how your followers have grown over the last day, week, month, whatever. You can see what days you got those followers. You can be like, oh, what did we do that day that generated those followers? Like, that's quite obvious. But then it shows you your most influential followers and your key fans. And this is, like, the best part of the tool. So I'm and looking what's at the lo- difference between influential followers and key fans? Okay, so influential followers are just the people who follow you who have the biggest amount of followers. So I'm looking at Love Story TV right now. Nikki Philippi, half a million followers. She's a giant YouTuber, internet personality. Mm-hmm. Shout out, Nikki. We love you. Birchbox, Wedding Forward, which is another wedding account. Kyla Quinn, who is a bachelorette, um, part of Bachelor Nation, who's a wedding filmmaker. David's oh, wow. Bridal. Isn't that cool? Heba J. We love you, Heba J. Okay, so... These are the people with the most followers that follow Love Story TV. So if I want to do an influencer campaign, for example, I could be like, who are the biggest people mm-hmm. who follow Love Story TV? Yeah. It's so easy to figure out who you should – they obviously know we exist. They follow us. Also, and I then, think oh, if you're – if influencer marketing is something new to you, it's always best to work with people who, who already, already like you and exactly. know you. Yeah. yeah. It's like – Sounds good. I know. So then the other thing it shows you is key fans. And so this takes – of all the people who fo- – okay, it takes three inputs. Who follows you, how many followers they have, and how much they engage with you. Mm-hmm. So um, let's – this list looks really similar, but it orders them. So my most key fan for Love Stories TV is Birchbox. Because Shout out Birchbox. Love Box. you, Lorelai and Kate. Because Birchbox is really big, and it engages with Love Stories TV a lot. Mm-hmm. And then the next person on our key fans list is me, Rachel Jo Silver. So, like, my Instagram's not that big. It's, like, 16,000 or something, but it's – still in like the top percentile of followers but I engage with it a lot yeah. and then bridal guide is the third one and then Brent the runway and then Davis bridal even mm-hmm. though if you're looking in order of followers Nikki Philippi has more followers than bridal guide whatever yeah. so Jade Delphine is on Jay there. Jade Delphine is on there <laughs> so it's just like if I were going to launch an influencer campaign I would look at these two lists yeah and then you can click in and literally see every person who follows you in order of their follower count yeah it's like just Lovely Bride, Bootay Bag. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so... And Jenny! Yay! Diva Cam. I mean, whatever. This is so... Um, it it's sounds so really cool. obvious, but, like... And they just make it so easy to, like, click into that person's account. Right, right. Okay, so we love that about Dash Hudson. Um, 
obviously you can see like the engagements on your post to figure out which of your posts mm-hmm. are the best. Like that's pretty obvious. I'm sure all tools do that. I just think they do it like in such an easy to use way. And the the other thing about Dash Hudson, a lot of the metrics that we're talking about seem like, oh, that's like obvious, but you're saving so much time if you use this tool mm-hmm. and Time is the most important thing, especially if you're working in social media. You want to be able to access the information that's most important to you at any given time in a really clean way to help you make decisions about what you're going to do next because it's constantly evolving and moving. You have to be fast, and this allows you to do that. So another really cool thing that they do is so I'm logged in as Love Stories right now. This is so cool. So they have this thing this. called user search. So let's say I was like, okay, I think that – we work with Bridal Guide already, okay? Bridal Guide's a big um, wedding magazine. If you are engaged, you should subscribe to Bridal Guide. So um, you can buy it, like, at where you buy magazines. So if I search Bridal Guide, they're going to bring up their account. And then I can see, I can add it to this thing called Relationship IQ. And basically, it tells you, like, how good of a match you and that account are, so you can make smart decisions about who to work with. It also tells you... Wait, so where do I now go see all so my people? I forgot. Go to spon- sponsored relationship. Oh, IQ. okay. So relationship IQ. So it tells you it tells you how many times an account has posted about you. Yeah. So Rachel Jo Silver has posted 146 times on Love Stories TV. <laughs> Birchbox has posted five times on Love Stories TV. David's Bridal has posted three times. Holden is posted one time. So you can see like who are the people who are posting about you the most. And it links to the exact post. It also makes an assumption about how many followers you gained from that account. Exactly. So when they've posted about you, they can, through their crazy algorithm, mm-hmm. determine, okay, you gained this many new followers from this account who has posted about you X amount of time. And you can really easily calculate other people's engagement rate. So, yeah. like, pro tip, when you're working with an Instagram influencer, how many followers they have really doesn't matter. It's how much engagement do they get. And Juliet is probably, like, internally rolling her eyes because I used to <laughs> make our team do this thing. Like, when someone would propose they wanted to work with, I'd be like – figure out their engagement rate. So we would make someone on our team write down in Excel, like how much engagement they got in every post, how many followers and figure out like the average mm-hmm. engagement rate. And Dash Hudson like does that for you. So you can be like yeah. figuring out which of those big accounts yeah. that posts about you, who gets good engagement and yeah. then decide who do you want to work with. The other really awesome thing about Dash Hudson, there's so many things they have a boards option, which I personally find to be so helpful if you're a brand, for example, and have a single product, so you're not like a multi-brand retailer, but even if you are a multi-brand retailer, I think it's most helpful if you're like an e-commerce brand um, because you can create boards that are a compilation of different types of user-generated content. So for example, M. Jemmy, we sell shoes. We have different categories of shoes. We have heels, boots, we name them different things. So I could make a a board that is all boots and I can put in there with a special tag, any user generated content that comes in, save it to my boots board. If it's a boot, you can add UGC to multiple boards. If you're doing a campaign around holiday, 
you can create a border for that and add a ton of different user-generated content to there. It also will generate the amount of posts that are in that board, the average engagement of those posts. So it's really helpful if you're managing influencer marketing and you're trying to make a case to your manager about getting more budget to invest in that, you can easily kind of make a case for it by adding certain types of user-generated content and saying, we need to see this type of product more because there's X amount of people who are talking about this. Um, so it's really helpful for that. It's really visual, so it's great to show creative teams and um, executive kind of leadership in a really um, succinct way. Um, so I'm a big fan of using boards. Not everyone does it, but I personally find it to be I'm really gonna start helpful. using it now. I never did. Yeah. Okay, so those are two tools that we love. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Instagram scheduling. I feel like this is, like, a yeah. hot topic. People, it's, like, is it a, a myth? Is it an urban legend? Like, are <laughs> unicorns real? Like, can you schedule Instagrams? So what happens is a lot of tools will say that they have an Instagram scheduler. Yeah. Guys. What they do, it's such a scam. Like fake they, news. It's such <laughs> fake news. What they'll do is they'll, like, you can, like, build the Instagram in their app, and then they'll, like, send you a calendar mm -hmm. ping to remind you to post it. That's not scheduling. Yeah. That's reminders. And. But there is, but there is a tool that does it. There is a tool. This is, like, the number one question I feel like people ask. They think it's not real. Yeah. Caitlin. Because all these, joined, all these vendors are saying that they have Instagram schedulers, but there is an API issue that makes it pretty much impossible to actually push a post live. So it forces you to open up Instagram, the Instagram app at the time that you want to schedule it. And then you upload the image and paste in the caption. So it's really pretty manual still, but there is a tool that allows you to do it. Okay. So Schedugram, this is from like the dark, deep dark web. If you're a social media manager and you need it. are posting at least once a day on Instagram, you need this. It will make your life so much easier. I can't tell you how many times I have alerts on my phone published to Instagram at 9 p.m. <laughs> and this makes it really kind of seamless. Yep. So it's real. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so we love Canva. We love Dash Hudson. Mm -hmm. Schedugram is real. Yeah. Um, are there any other tools? Oh, so we were starting to talk about tools a little bit. There are some tools right now what we're, what people are reporting is that if you're using a tool like Social Flow to publish your Facebook posts, Facebook's fake news link titling issue doesn't affect you. Mm-hmm. Um, and social flow is really meant for if you are posting multiple times a day. I want social flow. Yeah. Rachel wants social flow because she's a content site. She's posting multiple times, times a day, content, right. getting people to go back to her website. Um, for a brand, it might not be as important because you don't need to, you, if you don't have content. You're posting, yeah, just a couple yeah. times a day. Mm -hmm. People ask us a lot, um... I have a new startup or I have a new small company and I want to do community management. What tools do I need? I always tell people like start off by just using the actual platforms, you know, I like completely agree. You should, especially if you're a small new company or a small new blog or whatever, you should be reading every single one of your Facebook comments or your Instagram comments mm -hmm. anyway, 
Um, so, and especially if you're only posting once or twice a day, like just go back to the posts and look at the comments and respond to them. Yeah. Um, and you'll know when you, people are like, when do I need a tool? It's like, you'll know when you can't handle anymore. I mean, Love Stories TV, like some of our Facebook posts have thousands of comments, Mm -hmm. like, because you know, they're these amazing wedding videos and they go like viral over time, but we still read all of them. Like Mm -hmm. we just use literally Facebook's like inbox feature. Facebook has made it really easy. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're like, a birch box or like a rent the runway and you're solving like a lot of customer service issues and you need your customer service to flow through Zendesk. Mm-hmm. But Facebook has made it so easy with the inbox feature to respond to every single comment or read every single comment. So I think mm-hmm. um, you don't need community management tools in the same way you did three or four years ago. I totally agree. And to your point, you know, community management is about building that loyalty with your audience and your Mm -hmm. community so it's important that you spend you know an hour a day in there talking to the people who are following you um I think being on those platforms and just in you know Instagram DMs and Facebook inbox is the best way to do that there's no kind of shortcuts if you're Delta or like Coca-Cola and millions of people all over the world are talking about you every day and you want to hear the conversations about you you need a really powerful tool Mm -hmm. but if you are even like a birch box, mm-hmm. like you can really go on the birch box hashtag on your Instagram, you know, read the comments. Like it's mm-hmm. it's totally doable. Yeah. Um, and some of those community management tools like really are like more trouble than they're worth. Mm-hmm. I think if you're trying to do a lot of publishing, yeah. I do love social flow for that. Mm-hmm. Um those are like the tools that I'm like hot on right now. What else is on your I'm trying to see what else is on my phone. Um, we used it like LinkedIn bio is like a mm-hmm. thing. So Dash Hudson does LinkedIn bio. Mm-hmm. There's lots of other tools, but it's like, if you're using Dash Hudson anyway, like why not use their like shop? Yeah. Um, and that makes it easy if you tell people in your caption to go to the link in the bio, it's a bad user experience if you're constantly switching out that link. So a LinkedIn bio tool will create a separate, um, landing experience that mimics the look of your Instagram feed and makes all of those images clickable back to your site. Mm-hmm. So it's really helpful and good for, you know, increasing traffic and just creating a better user experience. I think our, those are all my, like, fave tools. Yeah. Should we go to our next game? Let's go to our next game. If you liked that, phone a friend. Phone us. Phone us. Your cues for next time. We could solve your problems. Yeah. We're here for you. You can email us, do you follow podcast at gmail.com or just slide into our DMs because we slide love right that. Slide right in there. We love it. Okay, so let's do Okay, we're going to play Instagram Roulette. Juliet, are you ready? I am ready. Okay, you go first. Okay, okay. so this game is. Juliet's just going to swipe, 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 swipe her Instagram and wherever mm-hmm. she, people she follows, wherever she lands, she has to talk to us about the account and why she follows them. Okay. So ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Set. I'll tell you when to stop. Okay. Ready, set, go. Stop. Okay. I landed on Britain Co. Wait, I think they have a pop-up across the street. Do they? On Broadway. Yeah, I saw it. Really? Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, I love Britain Co. They are a really fun content site that I think started first as kits, like like, yeah, like DIY. DIY. You could take DIY classes. You mm-hmm. still can on there, but they were really about 
crafters and crafting and this whole kind of do-it-yourself movement. Yeah, yeah, really for, like, creative gals. We used to um, contribute... We have, like, a bunch of really fun video roundups on Brit & Co. Yeah, you do. That's mm-hmm. right. I know. I like those girls. Um, okay, I'll read their Instagram bio yeah, so you know. Brit & Co. is a media company that inspires, educates, and entertains real women with a creative spirit. I love that mission. Do you follow? Do you follow them? I landed on a great post where there is a beautiful pink background and a girl holding great a bouquet of love flowers it. wearing a Canadian tuxedo, pretty love much. It. My uniform. Love it. Okay, ready for me? Yes. Okay. Ready? Are you? Oh, okay. Tell me where. Stop. Okay, I landed on, who is this person? Tezza. Tezza? Tezza's a blogger that I follow, apparently. She has 223,000 followers. Oh, I know Tezza. NYC, the art of life, at the bando. At Tessa Barton, all photos by the Herminator. I mean, her Instagram is amazing. I have no idea why I follow her. It's just like a really oh, I remember seeing this post earlier. She must be because that is an outfit. That's from Zara. I almost bought that outfit. Wow, I know. Um, so she looks like a model. She's really beautiful. She's great travel content. Whoever her photographer is, really talented. Great, just like an aspirational, amazing, beautiful account great grid she has a great gucci fanny pack in this photo cute boots cute boyfriend strong spawn con this is a really good perrier spawn con <laughs> she's good at spawn con if you're a big brand you should call her she's eating a pretzel which is making me hungry she's good at wearing hats i love it i re- oh emac and bolio is my favorite <gasps> ice cream place because my husband's last name is bolio <laughs> even though they spell it wrong okay so Tezamba, Teza MB. <laughs> you should follow her. She's really cute. Cool. Cool. Instagram roulette. Okay, so now we're going to do our next game is our namesake. Our namesake game. Do you follow? Do you follow? So and we, this is where we come to the podcast with someone in mind of who we are just absolutely baffled doesn't have more followers. Rachel. I do you follow? Okay, so this is really funny because I totally forgot that we were recording tonight. And then I was literally on my Instagram earlier today and I scrolled past this guy and I literally in my mind was like, why doesn't he have more followers? And then I remembered I needed someone for do you follow. So this is a hairstylist. His name is Diran Mistry and his Instagram is at Diran Mistry underscore. So D H I R A N M I S T R Y. He, uh, his salon is on Grand Street, which is right near us. That's really close. I think I follow him because I think he did Lauren Levinson's hair for her wedding. She mm-hmm. is a pop sugar beauty editor and friend of mine. Oh, um, cool. So he has this great Instagram because he posts pictures of the women whose hair he styles and they're all really beautiful and have really great hair but he also does this really cute thing where every alternating post is like a good either like a funny or like a good quote and like I'm kind of particular I'm here for like a funny quote always yeah and I'm here for like a oh I hear ya quote mm-hmm. I don't like emo emotional <laughs> 
um, feelings yeah. on the gram. It's I hear, not my. I hear you. Um, it's not. It's not my personal brand. It yeah. Doesn't mean you should do it. You should do you on social. It's just right. like not my brand. So, um, I mean, his latest quote is, "I talk to my dog as if I'm going to get a reply." That's funny. Same. Um, if I had a dog, but yeah, I like how. So his feet is beautiful because the entire middle section of the feet is all quotes and on either side is people's hair that he styled. And it's a mix of like user generated content, like stuff he's reposting or kind of beautiful editorial stuff as well. And if you look at the people who tagged him, which is like my fave thing to do, it's like all these fab women. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This- cute of- like who is that? I want this girl's hair. I want this girl's hair. Colleen- the platinum blonde. Got Bailey's. Kath, Kath L. Martinez, your hair Let's see is so good. Oh, wow. Perfect hair. Great waves. Great color, Someone too. is wearing a Glossier sweatshirt. Who is this person in the Glossier sweatshirt? Sierra Sherwin, you also have great hair. You work at Glossier. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, anyway, so I was shocked when I saw his account today that doesn't have more mm-hmm. followers. You mm-hmm. should follow him. Cool. I don't know him, but I want to. Okay, my do you yeah, follow? So you might think that this person actually has a lot of followers, and they do. But given the scope of what they do, mm-hmm. I was surprised to see that, you know, I think they should have millions of followers. Okay, hit me. Who's it? Okay, so this person is Nikki DeRost. Do you know who she is? Yes, but why? So she's a makeup artist and hairstylist based in Los Angeles. Yeah, 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 yeah. She kind of got How her, do I know her? She got her claim to fame because she is the makeup artist for the Blonde Salad. Yeah, yeah, I know her. So she was working with her as an influencer um, kind of as she was, as the Blonde Salad was coming up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And... Parallel to that, she works with celebrities, does editorial stuff, all for makeup and hair in L.A., and she has she a, a very... great Instagram. Does she take her own photos? I don't know if she does. I think she takes a lot of them. I like her a lot because she is very much, like, I feel like I would be friends with her. Um, yeah. She's really approachable and knows, you know, a little bit more about beauty and hair than I do and yeah. I feel like I can learn a lot from her but she looks like you know one of us yeah totally she's got a very kind of laid-back vibe she lives in LA she has a cat she does fun things mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um but mm-hmm. she's on set all the time doing these really amazing and interesting things yeah people with um, cool jobs are the, like the best people to totally and she has her own blog hello to beauty and she makes really awesome videos that are just like super practical and approachable this is, like, how I do my five-minute waves. Cool. And she t- gives you really good tips because she is a makeup artist and hairstylist, so she mm-hmm. knows exactly. Great eyebrows. Also. Great eyebrows. She also taught me how to do feathered brows mm. by using um, Glossier's Boy Brow or Benefit's Gimme Brow. Okay. So she was kind of starting this this blog and YouTube channel as she was starting to do uh, the Blonde Salads 
makeup, which I thought was awesome because she was a content creator herself and also a professional. Mm -hmm. But I just think she gives really great and useful tips. She also did a lot of really good fashion week content. I think it was last year on her like Snapchat and Instagram stories. Mm -hmm. And usually I skip right over fashion week content because it's just so saturated. And it's really tough. But she was getting in there and really, like, giving the best tips, showing exactly how these makeup artists were using what they were using and making it approachable for real people like us, which I like. She has great style. like Really great style. She has, like, such a cool girl L.A. look. Yep. Love it. Which I love. Um, And her makeup, too, is kind of like... um, you know, it's fresh face. It's not Instagrammy makeup, which I love. Yeah, she's she's really cool. I love LA. Me too. too. Let's move there. <sighs> okay. Um, okay. Do you follow Nikki DeRost? DeRost. You yes. should if you don't. Okay. Are those all of our games? Oh, we have like a bonus game that we thought would be really fun because we're obsessed with Dash Hudson and we've been looking at it. Okay. The game that we're going to play is in Dash Hudson we can look each other up and actually see what our most popular Instagram is. Because it's something that, weirdly, Rachel and I don't know. I think I have a hunch. I have a hunch what mine is, but I'm not positive. I feel like it has something to do with sparkles or sprinkles. I think that it's this quote I posted once that was like, the chair, the place where clothes go, like somewhere between the floor and the (laughs) closet I remember that post. That okay, let me find my... Okay, drum roll, please. Do, should I do most engagement, most likes, most comments, or most video views? I think most likes. Most likes? Okay, my most liked Instagram ever is... Dun, 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 dun. Oh my god, I was right! Oh! Clothes that are too dirty for the closet but too clean for the laundry. Welcome to The Chair. How many likes did you get? 810. Wow. My second was a quote that said, I'd get a lot more sleep if I didn't insist on reading the entire internet every night before bed. Real original, Rachel. Everyone has posted that. <laughs> but my third my third Instagram is really the winning one, I think. Oh, my God. My third most popular Instagram ever is a selfie of me and Jif Palm. I remember this distinctly. We were at BeautyCon uh, LA. He's an Instagram famous dog. Um, dog fluencer. He's a dog fluencer. He's six point six million followers. He's wow, big, big time. Wow. Okay. I can tell you what my most popular Instagram was. What? It was from Juliet. Oh, you're such a better person oh my gosh. than me. I am not. It was from the Women's March uh, this year, and it was. Did a very you go cold... in New York or DC? I went in New York. I went in New York. Okay. Yeah. It was a cold winter's day, but I made, I went over to my friend's apartment and we painted signs before yeah. we went. And I painted one that has leopard tape on it. Obviously. <laughs> and in so pink great. says, choose love. Aww. It's my most liked I'm ever. jealous that you have such a good one. And then my second one, okay. Oh my I God, I, I have a lot of I remember followers. this. Oh, you were so cute on this day. <laughs> this was the day of the election um, and I voted and I posted a picture of that. But I thought you wore a pantsuit. No. No, but you talked about pantsuits or something. I think I talked about pantsuits. I wore all white. Oh, right, right. Yeah. And my third most popular wow. post. Wow, I have a lot of political followers. No, that's good. I like <laughs> it. Oh, the post-its. Yes. That's so good. Union Square subway station with all of the post-it notes the around the election time. Mine are not deep at all. 
There's one. Yeah, there's one. There's Hill Dog. <laughs> um, okay, bo that was a good bonus round. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. That's so fun. I love these podcasts. I know. I know. We so, hope you like them, too. Send us your conundrums, predicaments, questions, mm -hmm. campaigns. Riddles to solve. Yeah, we want to get right up in there. So, yeah. Do you follow podcast at gmail.com? Do you follow me and Rachel? Do you follow us? Yeah. I'm at J Delphine. I'm at Rachel Joe Silver slash at Love Stories TV. Hit up. Hit us up over at Love Stories TV. Hit us up and we'll see you back here next week. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.